0: Hey y'all, it is Etanosa here with the Enhanced Podcast. If you don't know by now, I'm the creator of Enhanced Individual, a fashion and lifestyle blog created to inspire and encourage people to rise to the next level. I am so excited that you're here with us today. Listen to this awesome podcast. So, what I'm going to ask you to do right now is go grab something to drink, grab something to eat, sit back, relax, and Thank goodness that you're here to enjoy this great podcast that we have going on. All right. Welcome to the podcast. We have Amaya here with us today. Um, But more importantly, we have Erica Green with us today. And so I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. And just give us an introduction of who you are. Well, my name is Erica Green,
1: um, and I am... I don't want to say my age. Okay. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, People say that all the time. But I am 42 years old, Mm -hmm. and um, I am married to Michael Green Mm -hmm. Jr., and we've been married In June for 10 years. We have two beautiful daughters, ages 2 and 3. And we are faithful members of Greater Faith World Outreach Ministries, which is located in Grandview, Missouri, um, where the pastor is Bishop Michael L. Green Sr., which Mm. is my Mm father-in-law and his lovely wife, Stephanie. And um, we just, um, that's just kind of, I am an educator. Okay. Okay. Um, I've worked with children for over 20 years okay. and I just, uh, well, when I had my children a couple yep. of years ago, I just decided I was just going to take a break, mm-hmm. not really work. And then I kind of decided, I kind of thought that that was going to be the end all where I would just not work again. I was yeah. just take care of them until they were in school. But then I was offered a position mm-hmm. at Kingdom Academy. Um, which is located in Kansas City, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I am their new site director there. And wow. we have about 70 children. Thank and um, it's just been really great. So I'm just looking forward to what's going to happen. It is It is an adjustment. Yes, I can imagine. Because I'm, I know i got to get up and get kids dressed and yeah. get myself dressed and be presentable. <laughs> and then I have to have put on the whole happy face yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and um, which I wasn't accustomed to because I'm just used to getting up with yep. my PJs on and pouring <laughs> like some cereal and be... <laughs> and just be just be done with it. Right. But now I actually have to get myself together. But um but it's great though. I've been doing and I look back the other day and I'm like, oh gosh I've actually been doing this for almost a month and I haven't even looked back. It's been great. So, God has been really with me wow. and helping me and showing me that He's with me and it's okay. Yeah. Because I didn't think, I was thinking I would never be able to do that. Wow. I see people do yeah. it all the time. You're like, I don't know how I'm not going to do it. I'm like, not me. I'm <laughs> not doing that. I see not me. got to get, get the hair comb. I was yeah. like, Amen. nope, not me. But I, here I am, killing it. Kill it killing it right <laughs> like doing, a boss right i'm doing it just so. like a boss and it's great i i really enjoy it i enjoy my job it's a challenge what age group of kids do you work with um i have ages six weeks
0: wow to 12 years oh man you've got yeah. the baby we got baby babies wow little babies. i you know i work here at umkc so i have the college students and i'm like Oh, bless your heart. No. Never. <laughs> I think we're the opposite. I'm like, ooh, six weeks. I know. Yeah, that's what I Because I've never had a really desire to work with.
1: Older, yeah. Even though I do, but... I always I can just relate to the younger yeah. ones a little bit better. Yeah. And they understand me. And I think my mind works like that. Yes. Where I
0: just, That's so interesting. Yeah. I am the opposite. In my head, I think I'm like <laughs> 18 years old all the time. So I'm like, like, this is where I vibe well yeah, right, with, and right. stuff like that. <laughs> See, nope. Right, right. I think
1: I think one time I tried to um work with like teenagers. Mm-hmm. You're and right I now. just bombed it. It was horrible. <laughs> like, you know, they were kind of looking at me like, yeah, like, so when's, when's, the, when's the other person coming? And, and like, I was like, you? God, you know, I'm trying to be like, yeah. God. They're like, no. Like, so I you said, you know what? I'll just stay in my lane. How about that? <laughs>
0: stay in my lane. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I think, like, for me, the biggest thing I like working with college is, so eventually I want to get my PhD in education, whatever. Absolutely. And I've been really focusing on, like black women development, student development. Yes, yes. And so for me, that's a huge theme. And I know like you're really interested in like women empowerment. Yes. Um, and so having this conversation is just kind of perfect. And we can just talk about what that means to. Oh, um, but yeah, we were just talking about women empowerment. So what does that mean to you?
1: Oh, well, women, women being empowered mm-hmm. means that. They have a platform to be who they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have um, the resources and they have the voice to be who they are. And then they're not afraid. And sometimes I truly believe that circumstances in our lives... Right. Um, quiet our voice mm-hmm. they make us it just kind of makes us just kind of puts a lid right dims um, our lights. yeah just yes. ki- just kind of puts a lid on top of the voice and we're just yeah. kind of like mm, kind of muffled yeah we're still making a sound yes. but it's not very loud it's when all along right. it needs to be heard and so um I just I truly believe that People need tools. They need resources. They need people. They need love. They need um, just um, affirmations right. to just be able to be heard and their voice be heard. Right. And um, that's what empowerment means: just to be heard and know that even if everybody doesn't hear you, mm-hmm. you hear you. Yes. And what you feel is important. Right. And God hears you above mm-hmm. anyone else. He hears you, and that is the end all be all so that's important
0: so I agree but yeah I think I definitely agree with you I think like for me I found that women empowerment I don't want to say I was bullied in school kind of thing but it was definitely there were times where people said things and it like tore me down like I remember reading like teenage soup for the whatever or chicken soup for the teenage soul and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. and really working on building myself and what it meant to be myself I mean I'm 25 years old now but I'm Mm -hmm. still like What am I doing? Who am I? How can I find myself? And I've always found the greatest joy when I'm surrounded by people who they might not know themselves that well, but like they're there to support and encourage me and push and say, like, you got this, like you're beautiful. Don't doubt yourself. Like and just like finding that strength has been huge. Like, you know what I mean? Like so empowering. Yeah, literally. It's so <laughs> it's empowering kind of thing. And like, yeah. I'm just like, I try to keep my circle small and I try to keep my circle... Uh, filled with people who can empower me, who I can empower kind of thing, and stuff right. like that. Right, And so I, like, today, like, I just feel your energy, and I'm just like, wow, this I'm is great. Good.
1: This is I'm great. glad, I'm glad. Same with you, I'm telling you. I said, your smile is so amazing. When I saw you come, I like,
0: oh, my gosh, she's so cute. <laughs> you know, she's
1: adorable. But, yeah, you know, and you, you. but you never know. Right. You know, when you meet people, you never know what's that going to be. But one thing I pride myself in is always trying to be bubbly mm-hmm. and excited and happy. Um you know I have my days, everybody right. does, right. but for the most part I try to always bring a positive energy um and just in happiness right. because I went through a time in my life where that I didn't have that mm-hmm. and I was I was just searching for it. But I had been I've I, been, I have been through so much to where I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what was missing in right. my life and my light was dim
0: yeah
1: and my voice had a little muffle mm-hmm. and i was just screaming inside right. to be me right and then there's yeah. so many times when you're in different places where people um you know cuz i'm you know i'm kind of bubbly and mm-hmm. i just just do you know sometimes yeah. i say dumb things or things that are probably not you know what people think I should say. Not saying they're bad, but it's just like, really? Like, like you know, people are laughing or whatever. But that's just who I am. Right. And I'm okay with that. But right. there was a time when I wasn't okay with that. I would shy away from being who I was. Mm-hmm. I was shy and just try to be what everybody else wanted me to be. Yeah. And then I got to the point where I was like, where am I?
0: Where am I? Where am I?
1: Like, I where, was, I, where is Erica? Where I tend is... to
0: go through cycles of that yeah. where, like, I get in my head and I'm like, oh, like, a good person should be this and this and this and, this, mm-hmm. and do this and do that and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, like, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, things are going well. Like, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? That's cool. But, like, this is not me. Right. Kind of thing. So when when in your life did you feel like, oh, it's time for me to really be me? And, like, you really weren't afraid?
1: Um, I, That's amazing because even in... Like I've been married to my husband for ten years, and even ten years ago, mm-hmm. I wasn't there okay. and um I would say in the last three, four years after yeah. having my children, um I've got to the point where I'm just like, that's just what it is, yeah and i'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. you know, when I had my first daughter, I went through um, postpartum depression. And it was a scary time in my life where I had worked with children for so long, for 20 years. And now I have my own and I'm totally clueless. And I have no clue what to do with this kid. Yeah. And I didn't know, you know, people that said, oh, you know, when you have your baby, we'll be there for you. You just call on us and we'll be there. Right. I have no clue where those people right. were. And um, and I was just afraid. And I got to the point where um, I was I was so scared, and I was afraid to even take care of her. Mm -hmm. And um, I got one day, I had her in my arms, and I felt that spirit of anxiety and fear come over me. And I stood up, and I got so angry, and I said, "Not today." My husband was downstairs, and I said, "I just started praying, and I said, I will not." Do this to me or my child or my family. I'm not doing it. I said I'm going to be who God called me to be, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stand in my truth and stand well for whatever I need to stand for. Just if it's not even for me, if it's for her, right. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be the example. I'm going to be the woman of God that God's called me to be. And that's what I'm going to do. And now I do, you know, sometimes you kind of waver a little bit right. and you kind of get go through some stuff, but I find my way right back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm mm. Not gonna happen. Wow. Not gonna happen because that's important, and I to I, I'm, I'm raising young girls. Right. You know they're two and three years old. Yeah. I can't. You know, let them go through life feeling that who they are is not important, right. or they're not able to use their voice, or they what they what they stand for, or how they feel inside is not okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No way. I can't do that to them cool. so I have to be the example right of of what that is and so that's kind of where um I started that's kind of where it all began like mm-hmm. I would say when my baby was about she was here she was maybe a couple oh. weeks old maybe a couple months old and I'm like
0: Mm-mm. that's so incredible to yeah. hear because I think there's like a lot of people out there who just think like oh I have to get it together like I need like I'm at the point where I need to have it together today kind of thing. And I think it takes just – it's a process. It
1: is a process. But as long as you're aware that you're in the process – and you're not, you know, you don't say, Well, I'm just standing stagnant. I mean, as long as you keep moving forward and you're doing something, yeah, as I long know. as you're doing something. I don't care if it's just reading a positive affirmation every day, reading mm-hmm. a scripture, if you don't do anything but, you know, take time out just to have time with commune with God and just pray. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 if you're fasting or whatever you're doing, just so you're steadily moving forward. Right. That's this that's the important part. Yeah. I think you know, when we feel um, like someone is taking something from us, or we just feel in that in that zone where we're just not ourselves. Mm-hmm. We just get stagnant, yeah. and then we just stay there, and we don't move. We, we don't, don't say anything, move, right? and then that's when depression and 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 discouragement, mm-hmm. sadness, and all that stuff comes. That's when that stuff comes in, and that's when it's and it gets worse because it starts to pile, and then you find yourself in a hole. That it's hard to get out of. Right. But once you recognize that there's something that needs to change mm-hmm. and you move forward and you just keep moving, it, you'll get out. You'll get out. Yeah. You'll get out. That's you crazy. just got to keep moving.
0: I definitely agree with that message because, like, sometimes, like, I said, like, I'm an optimist. Like, I'm always yeah. like, what's the silver lining? And I'm like, yeah, right. like, I'm really sad. But, like, at least I opened my eyes today. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, yeah. I think – for me, like, I think people find it weird that I'm always trying to, like, do something or mm-hmm. be better and stuff like that. I'm like, there are days where I just want to, like, sit and be like, yeah. this is it. I got a good <laughs> life right here. Like kind of, But, like, my mentality, my whole being of, like, who I am, like won't let me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I feel like I was called to do something bigger and better than yeah, this. Like true. I go back to the name my parents gave me a Tenosa and it means the power of God. I was like, oh, I was supposed to do something. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I should have looked up that name. Yeah. I
0: heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just think to myself, I was like, this can't be it for me. Like I'm doing great things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I'm getting my master's, whatever, whatever. But like, I'm just like, I don't know what it is, but like, I have to keep. Progressing. I have to actively keep making sure that, like, I'm checking in with myself and being like, you got this. You're beautiful. Yeah. You got is on your side. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's for you will be for you. Yeah. And the journey's not going to be easy. As that's as amazing.
1: You hold you. yourself accountable for yourself.
0: Yes. Because, and that's good.
1: A lot of people, well, a lot of people say, and it's, I do sometimes need uh-huh. an accountability partner. Yeah. But the, the fact that you are able to just say, no, I'm holding myself accountable. For what I'm holding myself accountable yeah. for. That's what I gotta do. Yeah. And that's kind of what we all need to do. Just, you know, we, we may not have that partner there, right. but hold yourself accountable yes. for the things that you know you need to get done and things that you know that you need in your life, in your right. head, and in your mind, in your spirit, in your household. Yes. Hold yourself accountable for those things. If you need more money, then hold yourself accountable. Okay. To so get, I get, that. get some more money. Get that. You know what you I don't know what you gonna do, but <laughs> You're
0: gonna get some more money. Right, hold right.
1: yourself accountable. I'm gonna do it. Yes. That's what I do. And yeah. so, you know, just that's what we all need to do, especially as women. You know, we we are so people just, you know, they kind of throw us to the side, yeah. you know, you know, she's just a woman or whatever, and here she goes again with this powerment stuff, this woman's changing right, the right. world Here she goes with that. But But we need, that's what we have to do in order to keep, I'm telling you, it is absolutely amazing to see women. I never, I never knew what it was for women to have children. Mm -hmm. First of all, that's amazing because when I did it, I'm like, there's women that's got five, six, seven, and they're still getting things done. They're still working they're still putting meals on the table going to work doing this active in this and active in that and I'm like go ahead girl get it (laughs) yeah do it because I'm like that's amazing yes And, and I just I mean I am just floored like I know I'm a woman but when I see these other
0: women out here it's, like, inspirational. Like I, wow. I watched this video on, a movie on Netflix. It was a documentary about the women who were going into Congress. Mm-hmm. And it was a collective of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was, I started crying when um, Alexandra she's from New York. Anyway, mm-hmm. she won. And I knew she had won before, but, like, seeing the process, I was literally, like, mind-blown. And it showed, like, the rap who was from St. Louis mm-hmm. and someone from, like, Nevada and stuff like that. And they didn't win. But I was like, it's crazy that they would call each other and be like, you can do it. It's okay. It takes a hundred of us to be in this race for one of us to succeed. Wow.
1: That's amazing. And the fact that we're not – they're not, well, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to get right. you. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get you. right. This. You know, I said – I mean, when just hearing you say, I'm like, that's amazing because we we have to, as women, we have to understand that we're that we are not in competition. We are not in
0: competition. No, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think it's crazy, like that cattiness that some women have. Mm -hmm. I never understood it. I've never been that type
1: of person where I'm just like.
0: No, I, I, I just can't. I can't I see, see someone and lose and be happy about no, it. No, no, no.
1: I, I, I think that's not okay. And I mean, we have to rejoice in in everyone else's triumphs. In there, you have to rejoice in that because if you if not, then what makes you think someone will rejoice when you're when you get your? You know what I'm saying when exactly. yours when yours comes. You got to rejoice and be excited about that.
0: But yeah, like just watching people lose is not my M.O.
1: No, no, that's not okay. I think we just need to be happy for one another. We're all trying to get to a specific goal. Yes. And, it's, and we have a specific purpose. So just be excited for people when right. they, you know, it took a little time for me to get there because, um, you know, all my friends had their children right. in their 20s and 30s. And here I am, I'm pushed, I was pushing 40, and I hadn't had any children yet, and that was one desire of my heart. Right. And so I got to a point in my life where I, I didn't, um, people had baby showers, mm-hmm. and I, I loved the person, yeah. but I couldn't bring myself to go because a part of me was too sad. And I had to, a lot of times I forced myself to go, but inside my heart was broken. I was just so, I was so hurt. Yeah. But I got to a point where I was like, no, I have to rejoice in other people's happiness. I can't sit back and say, well, why are they doing that? And why are they yeah. getting it? And I'm not. Yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> what are you, five? Get yourself together. You know, but, it, 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 but you have to know that even if it, I had to know that even if it never happened for me, mm-hmm. if it never happened for me, there was something bigger and greater for me. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was something else. And my goal was to try to find it. Right. I didn't know what it was, but... Mm-hmm. I knew God had promised it to me. It just wasn't happening soon enough. So it wasn't happening to where I, in the time that I thought it should happen. Right. And that's another thing we need to understand that it's all in the timing of God. Our time is not his time. Our thoughts are not his ta- thoughts. Our plans are not his plans. And what we have to do is just wait and trust him. Right. And trust him. It took me seven years. Wow. Of crying and tears and begging and pleading and asking and worrying and all that until I got to a point where I was like, I'm done.
0: Yes.
1: I'm done with the crying. I'm done with the sadness. I'm done with it. I'm just going to rejoice and be excited. And when I least expected it, just eating Panera. I was eating some Panera (laughs) bread. Eating one of my favorite sandwiches and eating that delicious potato soup. But shout out to Panera. And I, I was sick, and I was like, "What is wrong with
0: me?" It's like I love this meal, right?
1: <laughs> you just gonna waste it? What is going on? You know, and I had no clue. And the girls at work made a dare, saying, "Oh well, you know, you're probably pregnant." I said, "Oh no, I know my body." And I've 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 been through this before and I know that um I'm not and, and they dared me to take a test and there you go. Wow. You know, I cried like a baby. I, I was, too. The <laughs> principal came out and said, Did someone pass away? And I was like, No, I Just got yes, somebody called my husband. It was just most it was wow. amazing. And there you go. Here she is, three years old. And then nine months later when she was nine months. I felt I was pregnant again. and I was so scared. Like, wow. ah, too. Like,
0: yeah, double, a lot.
1: double for my trouble. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. But we just, we just had to rejoice in other people's happiness and their mm-hmm. triumphs, and um, you know, and just, just be
0: excited for them. So, how do you feel like, even in those like moments where you think it's like, why is this not happening to me? How do you stay empowered?
1: Well. Um, that was one thing that I had to learn. Um at first I was not I, I wasn't empowered, I was just sad. But then um I, I heard my pastor, my bishop, um, he said to me, he says this all the time, he says, if you always do what you've always done, nothing will ever change. Mm-hmm. So I decided to change the way that I behaved. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted me to go to a baby sh- baby shower or they wanted me to watch their children instead of me saying, oh, no, I don't want to do that or no, I'm not going because everybody's going to be excited and I'm not going to, you yeah. know, I just started, I decided that I was going to do it. I am going to do it. And, and something um, that my first lady says all the time, she says, "When the, when you hear the enemy telling you to do something negative, do the complete opposite. Right. Do the opposite of what what he's telling you to do, and that's what I did because I knew I knew me sitting at home, not not wanting to be around people is not positive. Right. That- that's just what I wanted to do because right. I was in my feelings. But when I started to reach out and start doing other things, that feeling started to go away. I wasn't feeling like that anymore. I was happy. I was happy to see other yeah. people. And, and I was rubbing the bellies and, <laughs> and I was and you know, I was in the baby stores and and you know what I did? I I bought I started to be optimistic. Right. I bought a crib. And I bought, I took some baby clothes and I found some that I liked and I laid them over the baby crib mm-hmm. and I put the names, which we did not use those names okay. though, by the way, <laughs> but I, I put the names of the babies that I wanted to birth into this world. I put them on those clothes wow. and I would go in and I would pray over them. And I just say, Lord, I know that they're coming. I know that they're coming. And, and I remember driving down the street to work one day and I said, Lord, when you're ready to release. Them, I'm ready to catch them, right. and I just kept saying that to myself. And I just and I and then I just didn't even worry about it anymore. Yeah. I didn't worry about it anymore. Yeah. I just was done with that. I went to work. I took care of other people's children to the best of my ability. Right. I I was I got involved in the church more, and I did other things and got involved in my singing and my praise and my worship and making sure that I was doing things. I, I started spending more time with my husband and just doing things that I just. You know, that maybe I had neglected Mm -hmm. because I was so sad and I was in a state of depression and and discouragement. Mm -hmm. And I just got out of that. I was done. You got to do something different. You got to do something different. If you keep doing the same thing, then you can't. You know, they say that's insanity if you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results.
0: Right.
1: Well, I'm not insane. (laughs) <laughs> so I gotta do something. So right, gotta change it up, gotta switch no, it up on people
0: right here. That is such right. a great lesson, kind of thing. I'm literally sitting here thinking, I'm like, wow, like what is my desire? What are my heart's desires? <laughs> and what do I need to change? Right. Like I need to figure that out kind of thing. And so I mean, I know that your church is doing an empowerment conference. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So tell us
0: that because I'm all about it.
1: Okay. Well. Um, about four years ago, um, my sister-in-law was going through something and I was talking to her about it and I saw this quote mm-hmm. and the quote said, broken crayons, still color. Mm-hmm. And I sent her that quote and she immediately replied and said, thank you. And when she said thank you, I was like, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. It's cool. I was just trying to help you out today. <laughs>
0: I trying to empower you. Trying to, I'm just trying to give
1: you just something. <laughs> But something stuck with me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I realized that I wasn't doing everything that God had placed inside of me because of my own brokenness mm-hmm. um I had and i um I had been married before
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was married for almost ten years, mm-hmm. and that marriage ended with no children and mm-hmm. um, um, Cause I, that was one thing I wanted. Still, I was still trying to do that, but God said no way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any children in that marriage, but it, it ended, and it was it wasn't nasty, but it was a part of my life that um, hurt. It hurt, right, right. and so I was broken from that. I was broken from the 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 title of being barren, yeah, not being able to have children. Um I had so many strikes against me. Um, I had, for women out there, I had endometriosis. Mm-hmm. I had high blood pressure. I had a blocked fallopian tube. Um, I had scar tissue from other surgeries. And I was broken because I figured there was no other way to erase those things. I just had to sit in it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing. I was sitting in it. I was I was angry. Mm -hmm. I was just going through a lot. And so I was like, well, I, I know that God cannot use. I knew that God would use me, but I wasn't allowing him to. Because I was in my feelings and I was going through what I was going through and I just out and it felt comfortable to stay there. I felt like I was protecting myself if I stayed in that in that in that in that little in that little cocoon. Right. Instead of breaking out, I was like, no, I'm not breaking out because somebody else is going to hurt me. Somebody else is going to say something. Somebody else is going to do this. Somebody else. So I'm just going to stay right here. But then I was putting limits on myself and I was putting brakes on myself when the gas pedal was ready to go. And I was just, I was not doing anything. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that quote and she said, thank you, it's something just stuck there. And I kept thinking, broken crayons, still color. And God just spoke to me, and he was like, you know what? He said, a lot of times when, um, you know, you have crayons, you know, and I like to color, I like to draw, I like to create. And, you know, when that crayon, you know, you get to coloring with it, and it's looking good, and all of a sudden the crayon breaks. And what do we do? (laughs) We're like, oh, I throw that away. Give me another red, you know. right. But when we peel back that old paper and in the in the part that's been all yeah. jacked up and nasty, the crayon still colors. It still has purpose. Sure we can is. always use it. And God was just saying, don't, don't worry about the paper and stuff. I'll pull that stuff off. That, that stuff can be sloughed off. Right. You still have purpose. Mm-hmm. There's still something I can use. Let me finish the masterpiece. Let me finish it. Just keep using your crayon until it's all used up. You know, even that little piece, that little tiny yeah. piece where you got to use your hand, you see people using it like the chalk, yeah, and it's real low, and their hands be all with the little red and white on it, but yeah. they still use yeah. it because it still has purpose. It's still colors. There's the, the When you look at that one and a brand new one, the colors do not change. It's still the same. So and it's so... Um amazing. That's how we are. We need to look at ourselves as crayons. Yes, we may have been broken from relationships, finances, different things in the world have happened. Our parents have passed or we've lost children or whatever things have happened in our life. But we're still... Able to be used. Right. We still have color left in our crayon. So that's a that's what our conference is about this year. We do it every year. This is year number four, and this year will be. Um, um, it's July thirteenth. Um, it'll be eleven o'clock at a Metropolitan Zion Church. It's on twenty eighth and Prospect, um, and it's just amazing. I'm telling you, we have. Dora Prizes, we have, uh, I, I play in a pretty amazing character. Her name is Daisy. And Daisy's about 80-something years old, and she just comes to drop knowledge on everybody. Wow. And it's just so funny and so mm-hmm. amazing. Um, she's great. Um, we have things for, for people of all ages, women of all ages. And um, even men come. My husband comes every year. Uh, We have some of the men of our our congregation that come every year to help out. And they are even empowered and touched by it. It's just really amazing. Um, This year we have, um, every year we have amazing speakers. Um, This year uh, we have Denise Green coming in. She's just dynamic. She's I mean, she takes the the house down like you know. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh, she's," amazing. and she she's just great, and she loves people, yeah. And that that is amazing. And so um, we have food uh, vendors. That's it's the just best part. it's just great. I mean, food <laughs> food is always good. You got to throw the food in there because people are like, but what are we gonna eat? You know. So um, we have food and and just and we just have a lot of fun. And one thing about one of my purposes purposes is in this conference is to make everybody feel comfortable. Mm. I don't want anyone in there like, well, she, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, you know, you know, it's good. We're okay. We hug, especially in our congregation at, at greater faith. We are a loving church. We hug, we love, we care. You know, some people, Probably probably think we do it a little too much, <laughs> <Okay>. but <laughs> and that would probably be my fault <laughs> because you know and i i mean i I hug people, and sometimes I have the people that's like, oh,
0: no, 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 no.
1: like, sorry, that's, sorry, <laughs> not sorry, but you know, but um, but that's just how we're, we're just loving and caring and fun and happy we are a young congregation, you know, um, and that's great because you know sometimes you know you get. Sometimes people are like, oh, y'all don't want to go. Y'all too old. You know? <laughs> but no, we, we we love to have fun. And so I think I just encourage everybody to come out and just have a good time. Um, registration is like 35 bucks, But I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You have a great time. So um, that's what it's all about. It's just making sure that people are aware of their crayons yes and that they can still be used right. no matter what i don't care what the situation the bible says that there is nothing too hard for god
0: mm-hmm.
1: nothing i don't care what it is right you know and i don't have to know your situation to know that god can handle it exactly so um you know i just that's one thing that we want to instill to let you know that it's all right we all have some hiccups we all have some flaws we all have some faux pas that have happened in our life,
0: yeah.
1: but God is still able, and you're still able to be used. So don't throw your crayon away. Don't throw it away just yet. Just make sure, you know, that you're using it. So that's basically what it's about, and I'm excited this year. No, that's sounds so I think it's so going to be, like, the biggest one we've ever done. Wow. And, we're just trying to get it out there because we want everyone to come from all walks of life, all ages, all situations. Mm. Just come, come, come. And so we can hug on you and love on yeah. you. And um, just have a good time.
0: Yeah. Just have a good time. So, I mean, I hope you all listening that this is going to be a great empowerment conference. I can already feel it. Like if I was not going to be in town, <laughs> you know I'd be there. I just love meeting new people. I especially love meeting new women because you never know what you're going to learn. That's true. That's, that's the thing. Like, I'm a big learner of life yeah. and kind of thing. And I, I like to put myself in any situation where I'm going to learn a lesson. I'm going to mm-hmm. learn something new about myself. I'm going to have my eyes open to people's different situations right. kind of thing and be right. like, wow, like, my heart just grew a little bit bigger because I right. met you. Oh, great. Kind of awesome. That's awesome. And so, so,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, that's that's great. I'm excited. I'm so I mean, just doing this, I'm just like, man. I just feel like this is gonna be so great.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. So, how so can people just like get more information on
1: Facebook? Um, Facebook, um, you can go to Greater Faith World Outreach Ministry mm-hmm. and you can register and just take a look at the website. Mm-hmm. There's other things on there. You can even come to um, some of our services. Um, we also have um where we're we're reaching out to the youth on Fridays, yeah. on every Friday from six to eight, we're asking all the youth to to come out, um, all the young people, all the kids to come mm-hmm. out. We do um, a, a ministry called Family Ties, and they could come out and just just play basketball. Yeah. Swing wow. games, mm-hmm. just you know, because sometimes we get wrapped up in tech- technology and we forget about Connect Four yes. and checkers. Ugh, great game, right?
0: Great- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we forget, like we forgot about Twister. Right. You know, this is what we grew up on. Now our yeah, kids no. are all like, "Let me get my, let me get my cell phone." But I'm like, we need to bring that stuff back. Yeah, it's, it's serious. Just, These can't kids let it that. We can't. So you know, it's amazing we have that that ministry that's on every Friday, and it's just great. So go on the yes. website. And um, just check us out, uh, greaterfaithworldoutreachministry.com, and you can um, register there for the conference, um, as well as check out other things that we may have going on. It's going to be great, so I'm excited about it.
0: I think it's great. Yeah. It was
1: great being on here today.
0: Well, thank you for coming. I'm so I happy. Fun.
1: To I know. I was fun. Let's do this again. Yes. I don't let's know do it. I don't know <laughs> what we're gonna talk about. But we'll find <laughs> some look, we will
0: find something. that yeah, I can we'll talk find about Hey, tell me let's talk about <laughs> the leaves on the tree. Right. I'm ready. Hey, let's Right. Be. I can talk about plants all day. Let's not get there. <laughs> oh <But> no. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Erica, for Oh, being more here. than welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so excited. And my daughter. Yes, Iman, Jeez. it was great. <laughs> she, I, she made her cameos throughout the podcast. So right, thank great. you so much. That was perfect. Bye.